another week of Run Talk SA. I'm Brad Brown. Thank you so much for joining us uh, and downloading this weekly podcast where we talk about running from a South African perspective. And some good news, some great news, actually, uh, is that we are, I'm just doing the maths, just on nine months away from the 2015 Comrades Marathon. And in the build-up to 2014, we did a whole series of webinars uh, in the build-up to that race to help you uh, get your Comrades medal. We've had some amazing feedback, and I've literally surveyed hundreds uh, of our audience with regards to what they loved about the webinars, what they didn't like about the webinars, what we could improve on, and what they'd like to see us adding uh, in the build-up to Comrades 2015. The good news is I've taken all those survey responses to heart. We've looked at each one of them and looked at how we can make what we do better for you. So on the 22nd of September, it's just over a week from now. It's a Monday evening, South African time, 8 p.m. We're going to be doing a webinar, right? And I'm going to be telling you exactly what we've got planned for you in the build-up to Comrades 2015. I am super, super, super excited. I think it's going to be amazing. We've got some cool plans, some cool things in the pipeline that I think are going to help you in a big way uh, to get your medal. Uh, medal. And the cool thing is it doesn't matter where you are in the world, you can access these webinars. So what I want you to do is head over to this URL, okay? It's runtalksa.co.za forward slash 2015 Comrades. Just go and check out what we've got planned there, register, and we will send you the details on how you can access that webinar. Uh, it is runtalksa.co.za forward slash 2015 comrades. I look forward to uh, chatting to you then and just sharing with you some of the great plans we've got and what we're going to be doing for you in the build-up to Comrades 2015. So uh, let's get into this week's show on Run Talk SA, talking to one of South Africa's premier uh, female runners. She is in sublime form right now. She ran a 10K just a, a few weeks ago. That was uh, the third fastest ever for a South African. And uh, yeah, just really chuffed to have her on the show this week. It's been a while uh, since uh, I've been wanting to get her on and just never got around to doing it. But we've got her today. And so I'm talking about Yvette van Sale. She is a fantastic runner. She's married to another one of South Africa's top track athletes, uh, LJ van Sale. We chat about that this week as well. Joining us this week, uh, as mentioned, uh, one of South Africa's top elite female runners. Uh, she's in unbelievable nick at the moment. Yvette uh, van Sale, Yvette, welcome on to Run Talk SA. Thanks for taking the time to chat to us. Thanks for having me. Yvette, I mentioned you're in great nick at the moment. Uh, you are running so well, it's frightening. You, you've just come off a win at the Mandela Marathon in, in, uh, in, in, in Peter Maritzburg. You've also just come off an incredible 10K uh, at one of the Spa Ladies races. Uh, you must be feeling pretty good about your running at the moment. Yes, I think I'm uh, quite excited about the running and I'm quite amazed at my achievements, uh, not this weekend, but the previous weekend. So I'm pretty happy and confident um, for my next marathon. Yeah, the, the next big one, obviously, you're targeting Cape Town Marathon. Uh, it's going to be an amazing, amazing race. And uh, as far as the preparations have gone, I'm, I'm taking it things have gone uh, according to plan because you're just putting in such good times. You, you've made a couple of changes as far as, as, far as coaching and that goes. You, you've got a new coach and, and things seem to be working out quite nicely. Yes, um, definitely. Um, the change of the coach is quite working out well. I'm with Lindsay now and then he's... Um, his program is quite adapting good to my body, and um, I think I'm quite excited to. Preparation has been good, and I'm quite excited uh, for in two weeks' time, less than two weeks' time, to run Cape Town Marathon. So hopefully we can um, 
improve on times there, but the main goal is just to do my best and just try and uh, run a sit to thirty will be great. But um, yeah, I'm quite excited. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's it's going to be sub-230 would be absolutely amazing. Obviously, you've put in the, the hard work in, in the build-up to this one. But let's talk about that 10K the other day. I mean, that was just absolutely sublime. I mean, you equaled uh, Zola Bud's uh, time. I mean, you basically, you crossed the line 32.20, which, which is 30 seconds off your PB, which is, which is huge, first of all. Uh, but I mean that that time that Zola Bud clocked was back in 1983. I think you 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 one of the top three fastest female runners 10k times here in South Africa. Uh, t- tell me about that 10k run and how things worked on the day because everything must have just clicked. Yeah, it, um, I actually didn't expect that because we were training for Captain Mass, and so the mileage was quite high, and we had quite a hard training week in that week. So I just wanted to improve on my 33.49 that I run, ran two weeks before that on a Total Sports Durban League. So that was a goal to go maybe. Lindsay told me, I think I can go under 33, but we thought it's 32 high. And um, so on the day when the gun went, it just went really well. It's, uh, the legs were just feeling good. And it was one of those races that everything just went well. So when I crossed the finish line, I knew I'm going to run a 32, but I didn't want to get my hopes up what 32 I'm going to run. So I was just really happy I'm going to run on the 33. When I crossed the line, I saw it's a low 32. So I was really amazed and happy and just felt blessed because I had a few rough patches this year that I went through from last year actually with um, a knee injury so it just worked out on the day and I really feel blessed to have done it. Yeah, sorry, I said it was at the Spa Ladies, but it wasn't. It was at the, the Total Sports in in, uh, in Stellenbosch. I spoke to Lindsay, uh, your coach Lindsay Parry, after that performance as well. And Lindsay said to me that you said you felt really comfortable that you could have actually gone faster. If you, if you, if you had known you were on such good pace, you, you could have actually smashed it a, a bit harder. Yes, I could have, but... Uh, because I checked my kilometers because I really tried the last GK because I had so much energy left. I really tried to run it out. But unfortunately, it's one of those races when you cross the finish line, you're like, damn, if the race was just maybe a half marathon, because I could have gone forever that day. So because I checked my kilometers and because I was in the lead so quick, I slowed down um, just uh, after 3K. So my fourth K was a 3.30 pace. So if I just didn't slow down there, but just maintain a 310 pace. I've got to run a sub 32 maybe on the day, but you never know. It just happened like that and worked out like that on the day. So, but yes, I really felt good. And I think um, it's quite exciting because I know now what I can do on a 10K. I never thought I'm a fast 10K runner, but maybe I can still do fast 10Ks. And um, the goal is actually the marathon. But now after my 10K PB now, I think maybe I'll do more 10Ks and see how far can I go. Yeah, I mean, there's only two two South African ladies who are, are quicker than you over that distance, and that's uh, Colleen Duruk and uh, Ilana Mayer. So you're you're in very good company there. L- let's talk about the, the Nelson Mandela Marathon event. I'm taking it the goal wasn't to go and win that because it's fairly fairly close to, to to Cape Town Marathon, which is your target race. But what happened there? I mean, did you just go out feel good and say, "Hey, I'm in the leader. We might as well see if we can make this one stick," or, or is it a bit of a risk racing racing so close to to your goal marathon, which is Cape Town? Well, coming from the day before, I ran a hard 10K, so that wasn't the plan at all. I just had a three-hour long run on my program. So in the week, me and Lindsay discussed maybe to end with Nick, maybe to do rather a three-hour long run on Mandela Marathon because I didn't want to waste it on a 10K because it's quite my last long um, long road. So, um, yeah, we just 
it's actually just a week before that we decided to go do Mandela Marathon and then on the day I didn't even warm up. I just standed on the line and just started. So I thought my legs gonna be tired because I didn't even cool down after uh Pretoria's leg because it was a rush to the airport. And uh yeah, from the get go I felt like the pace was too slow, so I just and we were running four minutes a K, so I just controlled myself because Nick also told me the route is very difficult and I have to go slow the first half because otherwise I'm going to die the next half. So I was just like chatting to myself in my head, just telling me, don't go too fast, don't go too fast because I was really feeling good and I'm still excited from the Saturday's win. So I actually didn't sleep the night before. So, um, yeah, so from halfway, I realized, okay, I'm still in second position and I'm really feeling comfortable. And um, the guy told me next to me, you know, I can win this. And I told him, no, it's not time to win this. I must just go easy. And um, when uh, I was thinking of uh, maybe like closing the gap on the girl that's leading, so I checked the, how, what's the distance between us in seconds. And I was checking the third time. And then all of a sudden I was like thinking, ah, I'm caught catching her and then we got a heel again and then I caught her like just I was still thinking of catching her and then I just caught her and uh, we got a long heel and then uh, I realized the last 10k while my legs are still feeling fresh and I can run the record I saw on the time and um, I was working out I'm going to run at 2.52 and I think I just got it too excited at last 10k and just dipped under 37 minutes for the last 10k but I still felt comfortable I just just didn't think of, um, yeah, I just uh, wanted to, if you think you can win it, you can just, might as well just go for it. But um, I was still running within my um, comfort zone, so it just worked out. Well, I love that. Running a 37.10K at the back of a marathon in your comfort zone. Yvette, I, I wish in my wildest dreams to run like that. But, uh, yeah, that's absolutely fantastic. Yvette, let's just take a, a step back and, and look at uh, sort of where your running journey began. You, you obviously grew up in a, in a running environment. Your godmother was uh, a Comrades Marathon winner, Francis van Blark. And uh, I was actually just busy doing the maths. Obviously, you were still very little when, when she won Comrades back in 92. You were five, I think? Yeah. yeah. Well, t- tell me, I mean, has that, has that, played, has that played much of a, of a role in your athletics? I think definitely. Well, she started the year that I was born, so maybe that was a sign. Uh, so um, she always, when somebody asks her how long is she running, she asks me how old am I because that's how long she's running. So, um, yeah, and I think uh, she always gave her medals to me and it was just, looks so good to have a medal and I always just got her medals, so that's why I started running because I thought I don't want her medals anymore, I want my own medals. So that's why actually I started running. <laughs> That's amazing. What an amazing... St- Did she give you a comrade's gold? No, she didn't give that one. Uh, I got a trophy from the comrades. I got a, a winning trophy, so I got that. But um, not, not a medal. That's awesome. Yvette, I have to ask you as well. I mean, you, to, to, to be able to run at the level that you run, you, you're obviously very competitive. You, you're married to LJ Fonsale, one of, one of South Africa's top track athletes. He's obviously very competitive too to, to be able to do what he does. Uh, be, being in a relationship with someone like LJ and, and, and being exactly like you are, I mean, do you, do you find that the two of you are competitive? You, do, you obviously don't run against each other because your distances are, are, are vastly different, but do you find you competitive just in your, your daily life with each other? 
Yes, I think we are quite competitive with each other. I'm not that much competitive, but Aljo is quite the competitive type, especially when we just, he tells me now he wants to do like a 3K jog and then we end up running faster than 3.30 pace because he doesn't want to lose. And I just like, it's a recovery run, don't go so fast. And so he's quite competitive when he jogs with me because sometimes he can run 3Ks with me, but... Yeah, it really gets competitive and uh, sometimes he helps me with a few of my sessions, but he will never let me pass him. So it's always, we're on the right pace, but uh, when I want to pass him, because I've got also the competitiveness, he will have an extra gear and never let me pass him. So <laughs> I think it really helps that we are both competitive, but um, I think it really helps that we don't do the same distance. <laughs> Yeah, I'm sure. And and I mean, as far as disappointment goes, when you're an athlete sort of at the top of your game in, in whatever field, there's obviously times where your, your performances don't go according to plan. I mean, you've had you've had disappointments in, in your career. LJ has as well. Is it is it difficult to, to live with an athlete or does it make things a bit easier because you understand exactly what they're going through? I think it makes it a bit easier, definitely, because um, when Alja had not a great 2014 season, I know how it feels to not run great. And um, it's just you need some quiet time. You don't want to talk about it too much. So that is an athlete, I understand. So you don't want to fuss, ask too much questions. You know, he just needs a bit of alone time, and he'll start talking to you when he's ready. So I think that definitely because all athletes is basically the same if they run bad. They um, have to have a bit of their self time, their me time to like just realize what went wrong and what's the faults that went through and just changes to be made. So I think definitely that helps. Mm, without a doubt. And then you, you mentioned you, you struggled with injuries and, and that's probably been one of the, the, the big things in your career. I mean, it's, it's probably scary to think what you could have done if you haven't, if, if, if you've managed to stay f- sort of injury free throughout your career. But let's be honest, you have struggled over the years. Uh, at the moment, you, you, you injury free, touch wood, things are, are going really well. But what advice could you give to someone who, who battles with injuries about coming back? Because that's probably the most difficult and most frustrating thing about running is when you do have an injury and, and, and not be able to run knowing that you really want to yeah I think that's really the most uh, frustrating thing about the running is the injuries and I've got my fair share of injuries already in my um, well I call it call it a short career but it's uh, it's uh, been quite hectic but that my best advice will be is um, when you get injured nobody believes anymore in you and it's just you that believes in yourself and it's you that can make that change again and come back because it's um there's uh, all the like questions and everything and all the um everyone always asks questions when you run bad and when you're injured but nobody really asks questions that much when you're running well they just think you're over racing or doing something like that wrong again so but uh, i think it's just believing in yourself and just um realizing what's important to you and um enjoy it because if you're not enjoying it why bother yeah, exactly. Yvette, as far as those injuries go, I mean, you say you've had your fair share. You've had more than your fair share in, in your career. What, what have you done differently? I mean, it's been it's been a, a sort of period now where you, where you you seem to be injury free. Have, have you changed anything that 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 you think has made a difference to to that? I think listening to my body is quite important because um, being an athlete, you can be quite um, tough on yourself and you think you're always training too little and wanting to do more and more. And I think 
to do more is not usually the best thing to do for your body. And especially with uh, me that's injury prone, I like getting injured or my body likes getting injured. So I think it's just training smart and just listening to your body. If it feels broken down, you have to give it time to recover and rest up. And I just think um, recovery is a big part of what I'm doing now and it's really working because in, I think in my previous years of training I didn't have enough recovery and I think that broke me down more and running on sore legs the whole time just get yourself injured faster I think. <laughs> yeah I think uh, not not enough people sort of believe in, in rest and recovery it is a huge part and an important part of, of any training program. We've had obviously Cape Town Marathon's the next sort of immediate goal for you. Looking ahead long term what, what's on the cards for you over the next sort of year, two years, four years, what are you looking at? Well I definitely want to qualify for 2016 Olympics and um, that will probably be me and Alja's last Olympics together. I'll probably run on but um, he'll probably stop then but um, that's really important to us as a couple to both be there in 2016 and do well and um, then short term next year um, in 2015 I really want to run London Marathon again and really want to set up a time because I think um, Cape Town is just um, giving myself a chance, a fair chance of just um, showing myself what I can do in a marathon after a long injury. And I think next year will be a whole different ball game again because then I have trained longer and I feel more confident and I definitely want to run a fast time ne- next year on London. Brilliant. Uh, as far as distance goes, I mean, what what would you say is your sweet spot? Where, where do you reckon you, you, you're the best at? Well, I don't think I'm good at 10K, but that I have proven wrong. So, um, um, well, I really want to prove myself on the marathon. I think that will be my ultimate distance, but um, I'm not yet there, so I'm still proving myself. But I think my favorite distance is half marathon. That's where I feel the strongest on. And I, I have to ask this question. I hate asking it, and you've probably been asked it lots as well. Uh, but uh, South African road running scene is is obviously geared around the Comrades Marathon, and everyone sort of talks Comrades, Comrades, Comrades. Is it something that's on your bucket list? Do you want to run it one day? I think I definitely want to run it one day. But uh, unfortunately, I have a knee that um, I have to look after and really nurture like a baby. So um, I'm not sure if Comrades is up for me in my cards, but um, I really want to improve myself in the marathon. And then if I can um, do the distance, I'll definitely do the um, Comrades one day. Yeah, one day one day when you're old, Yvette, so when there's no <laughs> more racing left in your body, then you can go and plod through Comrades with us at the back of the field. That's my advice to you. Thanks. I think I'll follow that advice. <laughs> <laughs> we have more fun at the back of the field anyway. You don't talk to anyone. You guys in front, there, you've got to stick to yourselves. We have all the fun at the back. You should come hang out with us at the back sometime. Okay, that sounds fun. <laughs> <laughs> Yvette uh, Vonsal, thank you so much for your time today. I appreciate uh, you giving it to us. All the best for the last uh, few days ahead of the Cape Town Marathon. Good luck for that race as well, and we look forward to chatting again soon. Thank you very much. Well, that's it for Run Talk SA this week. Thank you so much for joining us.
And don't forget to check out that webinar, okay? runtalksa.co.za forward slash 2015 comrades. That's where you can get all the details. I look forward to sharing uh, that time with you on the 22nd of September. Uh, runtalksa.co.za forward slash 2015 comrades, okay? Uh, if you do listen to this podcast through iTunes, I mentioned it a while ago, we've had to change our feed address, unfortunately. So if you were subscribing to it and it doesn't come to your device automatically anymore, please, would you just take two seconds and resubscribe just hit the subscribe button uh, all those issues have changed and sorted out we just changed websites and that's what caused the issues so uh, if you wouldn't mind doing that just subscribing again if you aren't subscribed at the moment and while you're there just leave us a re- uh, rating and a review as well it helps other people find this podcast on itunes so for myself brad brown until next time have yourself a great one i'm off to run the wild run uh, down the wild coast of south africa i leave tomorrow which is wednesday the race starts on thursday if you don't know the wild run, uh, it's amazing. Absolutely amazing. A uh, hundred odd Ks, just over a hundred Ks, uh, three day trail running along one of the most spectacular pits of our coastline here in South Africa, running from Kai River Mouth all the way up to Hole in the Wall. Uh, I'll pop a link in the show notes uh, for this episode of Run Talk SA. If you want to go and find out more about the wild run, uh, go and do it. it. Looks amazing, and I can't wait to share my thoughts with you next week here on Run Talk SA. Cheers. <laughs>